Richard Flies. Ooh, what's up, dude? Back from hiatus. Yeah. Trash South, Trash South Street. Trash South Street, Jamie Z. Sasa. What's up, dude? Oh, you know. Stuff this and things. that stuffy things. Yeah, not a lot, I guess. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I think this is July 4th. Yeah, yeah, July. Now it is August. Yes. Bang out a couple more of these before Labor Day. Bang. Maybe one, but uh, one. I think we'll do one. That's cool. Realistically. How's your summer going? Oh, you know, it's good. I got a job Have at a the good pool. Good summer. Yeah. Enjoy your summer. Yeah. Jamie Z. Okay. Have a great year. Do cool stuff. See you next year. Yeah, see you next year. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have an. I uh, deliberate. I purposely did not get a uh, yearbook. Were you afraid no one was going to sign it? Yes. It exactly doesn't well. surprise me. And I was right. No one did sign my yearbook. Because you didn't get I, one. I. Would all your band no, friends? Oh, my friend. No, they're too cool. Yeah, they were like. They're all busy shooting heroin. And mm -hmm. They're like, I'll see you tuba later. <laughs> no. Have a trombone good time. This is really bad. They were like, uh, <laughs> I can't, so I'm reading the, uh, the Darby Crash, the yeah. germs biography. Yes. And I can't think of any germs puns. But I just say it is basically every annoying kid I knew in high school. Yeah. What, Dar as Darby Crash? Or? It's Darby Crash, yeah, which I guess would be the quintessential. We're in the part where he's into Nazis. Oh. I was like, I remember how many kids were like, yeah, Nazis, man. Adolf Hitler just said he used right messaging. Well, we're probably the last generation where every, like, grandparents, not every, but a lot of grandfathers mm -hmm. that fought in World War II had some Nazi prayer finalia, and every, like, young boy I seem to know would be like, look, I have this dagger. Yeah. I have this flag. Mm -hmm. Anti-Nazi, by the way. I am not With, a Nazi. I, either am I. Or a Nazi sympathizer. No, because they're pieces of shit. Yep. We saw a concert a couple days ago. Did we? Yeah, we saw the Iron Maiden. Oh, I forgot. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, so first off, pre-gamed. Yeah, we pre-gamed. Uh, by taking extra strength Tylenol <laughs> and um, antacid. I pre-gamed by taking a lot of water. Oh, and I pooped. Oh, uh, okay, that's good. Be exciting. They're on the edge of their seat to well, listen about this concert. then on the way down, we had a thrilling discussion on Sherbert. Yeah, Sherbert. Do you know how long a... Discussion on Sherbert should take. Do your grandparents eat Sherbert? <laughs> and it'd be like, yes. Unless a retiree is somehow involved, you should really not be having any. But it was a it was a surprisingly involved discussion on it Sherbert. It was, it was pretty. And yeah. I've been jonesing for some Sherbert, huh? For Sherbert ever since. Cool. I have not bought it. I've not purchased it. You know what rhymes with Sherbert? Herbert. Herbert. Yes, which is what the Hoover. cool hippie Star Trek uh, aliens called nerds. They'd be like, yeah, Herbert. I think you're going off the rails there. Yeah, I guess. All right, so yeah, yeah. We talked about Sherbert. Talked about being old. Yeah, the parking down there was crazy. It was, um, so we're like, wow, no traffic. But we had to park kind of far away. Parking in the main lot was $30, which mm -hmm. was a little uh, excessive in my opinion. But whatevs. But so what'd you think? What'd you think of the, the concert? I thought... It was fucking bullshit, and here's why. Here's what I really heard. the concert. We had to sing all the songs, <laughs> and we had to like clap and shit for every song. And I'm like, I'm paying you, Bruce Dickinson, 
No, it was fucking awesome, although we did. It was did. great, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, like, a lot of people... Mark and Mark was talking about it, him and, and Glenn, and they're like, I don't get it. I'm like, it's like going to a play. It's essentially a, a satanic puppet show with a lot of fire. Yes, and, like, Dickinson's voice is still amazing, and they yeah. play... They still are fast as shit, and there's just so much shit to look at, and their stage show is pretty awesome and will keep almost anybody entertained. Yeah, I think this is the biggest stage show they've had since, like, the 80s. Yeah, it was really, really cool. So, yeah, it was really awesome. Um, I probably had more people ask me about this show than any other show I've been on. Yeah. Just because of all the cool... Theatrics. Uh, theatrics and whatnot. And, yeah, it really was good. It, like, Bruce Dickinson, he, he addressed the crowd once. Mm-hmm. And I assumed that no matter what else he said, it was really to make sure we knew that... Klansman yeah. was about a Scotsman and not a not KKK a, member. Yeah. But no, it was great. A lot of energy. It was, you know. it was really cool. They played for, what, an hour and a half about? Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, we didn't see the opening band because we were scavenging. Like, they're doing um, renovations at the Wells Fargo Center, so all uh, concession stands on the main floor were more or less non-existent because they're renovating everything. Even the bathrooms look a lot nicer. So we had to go upstairs and get um, – it was like – a, a search to find chicken tenders for yeah, Lou. So it's mostly like pretzels and beer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so what'd you think of the crowd? It's a weird crowd. It was a weird crowd. A lot of... It was a lot of like guys in their 50s that haven't... Like it was their first night out in like months and they just were like had double beers in their hands and just not knowing what to do with themselves. If that makes a little sense. In the concourse at least. Mm-hmm. When we were in our seats I thought everyone was fine. There was a, I, No one annoyed me at all. So... I mean, it was probably a lot of people who had not, were probably teens, late teens, when mm-hmm. Iron Maiden was in their heyday. Revisiting old glory days and like, no one knew how to walk. Someone asked me about the uh, the ladies. Yeah. And I said a lot of them look like uh, rough biker chicks. Yeah, I could see that. A lot of older women dressed up a little bit, uh, which is fine because mm-hmm. there's a lot of guy, yeah. the guys the same age dressed up a little bit. Like, the, I guess the most, like, the most noticeable thing was we would see a lot of... Um, we use the word hipster or millennial. Yeah, there wasn't really any. a lot any. of hipsters, a lot of millennials, all these kinds of none here. That it, was, I it was kind of like regular folk. And mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really good. It was, it was very laid back. And I feel like everyone should go. At least once at and least check once, it out. once, yeah. It's awesome. I would definitely see them again. Yes. I did, they did not have any kids t-shirts. Victor wanted to uh, Iron yeah, Maiden. That was a scandal of the night. <laughs> uh, I ended up buying him one online yeah. at the Iron Maiden shop. Oh. He had, so that's, that is shipped, but. It has oh. not arrived yet because it's coming from England. Oh. Yeah. Which Iron Maiden shirt? What, which Eddie is on the shirt? No, it's just a red shirt and has Iron Maiden in black. Oh, that kid got fucking gypped. No, nah, it's kind of cool. If it doesn't have like a... Eddie on it, the trooper. Eddie on it, yeah. Eh, whatever. And so you went to another concert. I went to a few. Mm-hmm. I did This Is Hardcore Fest about last last week. It was the um, mm-hmm. third week of July and I saw a bunch of bands. Yeah. I saw Agnostic Front, who were awesome. They were a mm-hmm. lot of fun live. Uh, off. We went on Saturday and Sunday, so we got to miss all that fun traffic that is going to the shore. And yeah. So it didn't take us two hours to get there. It was actually traffic was pretty nice for a, a Saturday and Sunday. But I saw a bunch of cool bands. Mm-hmm. It was it was different this year. It was just I smelled you a lot it. of weed. Yeah. It's just kind of a different crowd. Uh, Saves a Day played was the headliner on Saturday, so it was just like a eclectic group of people uh, mm-hmm. wisdom and chains were really good billy club sandwich i saw trail of lies for like a you know four or five songs and got food it, it was pretty good 
So I'll ban Eco Strike, which were really, really good. So I might buy some of their stuff on vinyl. Altogether, there wasn't as many vendors, mm -hmm. not as many food trucks. But I know they, it takes a lot to put on something yeah. like that. And uh, I'll always go. I might just go one day instead of two days. I'm just mm -hmm. getting a little old and it's it, hard to stand so long. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. We were listening on Saturday and we left before Saves the Day came on. And my ears were just ringing, mm -hmm. which is, you know, somewhat normal. So I went to bed and they were still ringing yeah. when I got up. So it was the first time I wore earplugs on Sunday. And then I wore them on to Iron Maiden, which was a couple days later. Mm. But it, it was a fun time. It was good. Cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, anything else, like concert-wise. Nothing I could think no, of. No, nothing for me. Uh, I got a new toilet. That was exciting. Ooh. Did a ghoulie come out of it? No, but there's a... There's a a lot of incidences of, let's just say, low tide. Oh. Uh, way too many. Mm, some fish were some, stranded in the Some beach brown whales. <laughs> but they're not here to listen to our scatological No, they're... I guess we should talk about some music. Probably. Probably a good idea. Yeah. So, War Toys. Ooh, yeah. Nothing to see here. It came out in June. It's August now, but mm. we've been a little, little hiatus. So any War Toys, The War Toys, out of California, I believe they have been a band since 2014, mm. and it's their fourth release. And if you like kind of surf, rock and roll, garage punk, you will like them. They uh, remind me a bit of the Hives, Toys That Kill, the Orwells, a little culture abuse uh, from when they did Bay Dreams, their last album. But uh, I, I dug it. Uh, Mark played me this band, and he played the album prior to this mm -hmm. and it sounds a different it's more punk rock i would say yeah. this one's more surf and garagey mm -hmm. so anyway it starts off with the song angels and it's uh very surf rock guitars lo-fi really cool song i believe it's mm -hmm. the first song on the album uh followed by maniac that's my favorite song yeah fun catchy has like a it's more guitar like garage rock i mm -hmm. would say really cool some really cool uh riffs in the guitar riffs in that yeah so in love, kind of straightforward, garage punk, a little faster. Death is really good. More fuzzy vocals. Also, the song No I, I really like. A little slower. Chorus is like really cool, really catchy, and it's guitar and uh, drum driven. Ice Cold Supermodel. Really reminds me of Culture Abuse and the Orwells. It has that sound going. CYS, parentheses, Kill Yourself. It's the longest song on the album. It's kind of weird. Lyrically, it's pretty much saying, uh, you're a piece of shit, along those type of lines. Just interesting song, but probably the weirdest song of the album. Calypso's a little a little slower, and then Holy Roller, very, very different. Last, I believe it's one of the last songs. Almost reminds me of the guitars in one, in one part, remind me of uh, the guitars in uh, Rolling Stone's Paint It Black a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, and I half wonder if it's a cover. It's just yeah. kind of doesn't fit on the album. But altogether, I, I really like it. I think it's really fun. It's a good summertime album. If you like lo-fi garage punk, you'll definitely mm -hmm. like it. I kind of like the first half of the album a little better. It has a little more energy, a little I, more catchy I than the second. I that way, too. And I, I, really, I love this album. It was really good. Uh, I thought it was really good, too. Uh, as I said, I listened to their older stuff, and it was a, a more punk, I would say. But it's a solid, good release. I think it's, it's mm -hmm. fun, and uh, I would definitely go back to it. Yeah. The more I listen to it, the more I like it, and the more the second side or the second part doesn't not that it bothered me but i'm finding it a little more catchy it's just yeah uh, but i i thoroughly enjoyed yeah i really liked it a lot i couldn't get enough it's of it, yeah it's different um the war toys nothing mm -hmm. to see here yeah. really yeah. good mm -hmm. check it out oh Ooh. is that your wolfman yes yeah, so, oh nice fucking model <laughs>
<laughs> Orville Peck. Yes, yes. Who the fuck is Orville Peck? I know who he is. Does anyone really know who he is? <laughs> so this is Orville Peck. This album is his is Pony. Mm-hmm. It's his first album. He self uh, released it and then later Sub Pop. Um, okay, I was wondering because I saw two different dates and then I saw Sub Pop. Um, so yeah, he uh, picked yeah, it up. Partner with Sub Pop. For lack of a better word, Orville Peck is a gay Canadian shoegaze cowboy. Yeah, I agree with that. Who wears a mask. Yes. He, not a lot is known about Orville Peck. He is openly gay. He does almost always wear this mask. No one knows exactly who he is. The one article I saw said he could be anywhere from, from 20 to 45. Yeah. Demand a mystery. Man in black. Do you know who it is? No. Do you actually know who it yeah, is? Yeah, his name is Daniel P- P- uh, Pewitt, Pewitt, and he was from this band called like New Sensei. Oh. You can look it up because he has the same tattoos as oh. Orval Peck, but oh. he's a drummer for that one band. Oh, I don't need to do this fucking thing anymore. <laughs> so, Orville but really Peck. interesting, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's really different, really interesting. It is. Um, it's basically a country album that. He doesn't cover other genres, but he almost seems to. Yeah. So it's alt country. What it reminds me of, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. reminds me of Marcy slash Elvis did a country album. Yeah, actually, there's <laughs> a lot of Elvis in here. Yeah. It opens with Dead of Night, which is this really slow, deliberate song. I think it's awesome. About, I, I do too, about two cowboys in love, just on the range, having fun. Ends on this like nice, sweet little banjo. Uh, flourish, and that goes into Winds of Change, which is a bit more twangy and more happy musically, which is ironic because Dead of Night is a, a love song. No. Winds of Change is a breakup song. That's where I, I was like, oh my god, what does his voice remind me of? Because at first it would say Elvis if you read like liner notes, yeah. and then I'm like, it reminds me of Morrissey a little bit. It Morrissey now that you say it. Um, like Morrissey if he wasn't a super racist. If he wasn't a dick, yeah. Yeah. And didn't just cancel concerts. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... But he's not Orville have Peck. have a horrible fan base. Yeah. No, I like, I like Morrissey's well, old stuff. Mm. Turn to Hate. Like, very indie rock guitar. Very awesome. About resentment. Uh, I'm not going to do all this. I'm going to do most of them. Uh, Buffalo Run is the most new wave. It actually sounds like an acoustic version of a new wave song. I listened to the first six. There's 12 songs on there, I believe. Right. And I only got halfway through. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like, this is pretty cool. It is cool. It's very different. Um, not all the songs land for me. Um, I agree there, yeah. Uh, Queen of the Rodeo is sort of about Fleet I'd like that, yeah, yeah. It's cute. That might have been the last song I listened Kansas. to. Kansas. I don't think I heard. Not, it's not about the band Kansas. Oh, I figured. It's, it's actually about In Cold Blood. Really? Yeah. It's a song written from the point of view of the murderers. It's a shame we didn't hear that one. It does this really cool thing at the end. The sound, it gets more echoey and staticky, like you're losing tuning on a radio. Oh, cool. Like you're out of range. And the first time I thought, I was like, fuck, is there something wrong with this dog? <laughs> but no. And that was sort of interesting just because it was... Again, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a departure. Because most of these songs are about love or loss or your place in the world and the old West. Of course, Canada being part of the West, mm-hmm. as we all know. Yeah, I was um, actually very surprised when you uh, you picked this because I was like, this this is actually... It's very different. It's probably the most different thing I've done. Yeah, yeah. I, and I thought it was, it was pretty awesome. I guess my only problem with it, yeah, like the songs that land really land. The other songs are kind of mm-hmm. like kind of blah. Not, they're, yeah. they're more background music. Mm-hmm. 
like 12 songs might be a little too many it's, to keep my interest, at least for me, not for everybody one, else. There's one that was a straight-up doo-wop song, Roses, something okay. I, I didn't like. Old River is a very short song. It's essentially, it's as close to get being a Nick Cave song as I've ever heard. My favorite song in the album, Take You Back. All right. And it's very bouncy. There's some whistling. has kind of some surf riffs. It reminded me most of an Elvis song. It was like the song that you'd see in a, here in a Quentin Tarantino. That's cool. And it's basically about, now I'm not going to take you back. You're, you know, you've done me wrong and I don't trust anyone anymore. It finally <laughs> fades into nothing fades like the love. Mm-hmm. Which is about. <coughs> Don't puke. Bug. Eat a lot of bugs, stay on the trail. It starts out very simple and minimal and builds intensity. And again, it's about fading love. Very bittersweet album. I thought it was the most very classical like, country album yeah, I've listened to I mean, in a while. Like, yeah. it's comparable to, like, if you like Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, that type yeah. of stuff. Um, I think anyone would Lonely, like. Lonely. Yeah, it's, it's mean, good shit. I really like it. It's very good. Like, it's a little different because he does explore, like, other genres. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. It's really good. Um, yeah, I, d- I definitely dug it. Yes. And when that come out, I think it was June. It was June. Yeah. I couldn't find an exact date. I know there were two dates. But two dates? I didn't look too hard. <laughs> Speaking of dates, Plague Bender. Ooh. By Night. I know we've talked about this album yeah. before. Um, if you... This album... You've listened to more older Plague Vendor yeah. stuff. I haven't as much. So this is my first like full album. Like obviously we saw them in concert, and I know they had a different sound. But I actually really liked it. It reminded me of like kind of this glammy New York Dolls mixed with just kind of this California epitaph sound and like alt Jack White. Like it just it was very interesting to me. Um, and it came out in June off uh, Epitaph Records out of California so maybe my that epitaph was wrong so anyway let me say a New York Dolls Alt Jack White I actually had um, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club a little, yeah. little bit but yeah they're out of California on Epitaph Records and what is this their third or something I think it is their third yeah so yeah Plague Vendor by Night I guess it's their first song on the album is New Come Down I love it they played it at the concert mm-hmm. we went to it's awesome fun catchy it's kind of like new wavy goth rock I really enjoyed it it's really cool mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. Cool guitar riffs. Kind of has this, like, has this sexy, sleazy vibe about it in some weird way. I, I really like. All the above. A little less heavy. Guitar and drum. Heavy groove. Kind of, I'm kind of eh on that song. Let Me Get High slash Low. That has, like, a lot of reverb and um, uh, distortion, I guess, on his vocals. It's a little different sound. Um, more instrumental. White Wall, I love. Has a 70s glam rock punkish That's my type of song on the album. It yeah. almost reminds me a little like um, how we talked about before spiritual mm-hmm. cramp kind of like that 77 glammy punk stuff going on. I don't know if I have it for this song or the nice song. Probably Night Sweats. So anyway, yeah, White Wall is awesome. I listened to it again mm-hmm. last night. Night Sweats is one of my favorite songs on the album as well. It's this lo-fi kind of cool sexy. I really like his vocals on it. Mm-hmm. Kind of has this Bauhaus vibe, at least for me, yeah. going on and it's kind of dancey at the same time. Has some, mm-hmm. I dig it. Pain in my heart dark noise heavy the vocals are pretty much the star of it it's different it's not my favorite song on the album snakeskin boots kind of starts off with like this freestyle spoken word and then breaks into the song i think it's really cool it's really different Uh, i just dig the whole vibe of it 
And then it ends in In My Pocket. And that's more like straight alt rock. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of like heavy bass and catchy chorus. But I, I really liked it. I know you weren't so much into this album. I, it grew on me. Yeah, I like that yeah. More. I think that last album, I tie so closely to the concert. Yeah. But no, it did. I think when I got to White Wall, yeah. I started to really get back into well, it. Well, when I first, I tell you, when I first listened to it, I listened to side B and side A. I actually have, I have it on vinyl, so I listened on vinyl. And I was like, no, oh, this is really good. And I'm like, oh, this is mm-hmm. side B. So I can understand you're starting off. Yeah. Come Down's probably the best song off maybe the first side. But I, altogether, I really like this. I'll work out to it. I just think it's fun. It's, it's pretty cool. I really yeah. dig. Yeah. Plague Bender by night. <laughs> pretty sweet. Yeah. Pick it up. What now? Else? Yes, right now. Run get, out and get it. Go to the internet store. Yes. Um, what else you got? That brings us to Gygax. Yes. Also from California, in this case Ventura, California. Well, who else is from Ventura, California? Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Gary California. Gygax, supposedly. I don't think that's right. No, that's what he said. In- that can't be right, though. That's got to be a lie. I don't know. He's from, like, Wisconsin. Is he really? Yeah. No, that's what it said on their band camp. They might be lying. They were like, maybe he was born we're from Ventura where Gary Gygax was. Maybe he was born there and then moved. Yeah. We'll check this out. Talk for a second. because it's... So, I was down the beach. Yeah. Rumor has it you went down to the beach. Yes. I had fun on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I was running on the boardwalk. And I was about th- almost three miles in. And... After almost getting hit by three bikes, I was like, oh, I'm pe- feeling pretty good. It opens up on the Ocean City Boardwalk, mm-hmm. and one of the boards was up a little higher, and my left foot hit it, hit it. and I took a tumble. Don't you have like a floppy foot. I do, and that yeah. was my floppy foot, and I hit my Ooh. left elbow and kind of turned and just laid on my back and slid. Ooh, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> Someone was like... What does it say? Oh, Chicago. Bullshit guy. Yeah, does it say where he where he grew up though? He might have been born. You were born yeah. in Norristown. Doesn't mean that you're from Norristown. He died in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, he well, he moved to Lake Geneva, which is where he died after, so no. So they lied. So your guy guys are funny. liars. Um, anyway. So after you slid, did someone say something? Some someone was like, Hey, you need any help there? I'm like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I hope I didn't break my arm and uh, still continue to run like four uh, more miles. <laughs> well, that's that's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, that's my that's a true story. That was yesterday. No, uh, oh. Gygax, who unlike Gary Gygax, oh, yeah, from California, yeah. this Fucking album liars. is High Fantasy. It's the third album, and it came out June twenty first. Okay, we do this a little different. The music across the board, it's very like kind of seventies eighties hard rock. The Thin Lizzy or Cheap Trick kind of thing. Yeah. If they start to veer a little bit more towards metal. And it's very... I mean, this is a compliment. Okay. Um, not a dig. Very formulaic in that it's like intro, first verse, second verse, guitar ride, third verse. Mm-hmm. You know, chorus, blah, blah, blah. So very by-the-numbers rock. Okay. Where this band... And they do it well. Don't get me wrong. They do it well and I do like it. However. Yes. Where they excel is in their adherence to a certain conceit. Mm. And that is, all their songs seem to be about fantasy and D&D. Well, yes, with a name like Gygax. But to an extent that I admire. So, I've listened to other geek bands. I would not know they were a geek band unless I read the lyrics. Unlike every other band, they play it straight. Yeah. 
They play straight and they're doing it serious. They're not doing like nerd voices or anything. Like they're straight. Yeah, like, um. Hold up. They're gonna puke. <laughs> Anyway, folks, sorry about that. Um, I had a little sad tummy, uh -huh. and I had to uh, try out that new toilet. I'm, I'm done shaking in the corner. <laughs> from, from hearing vomit hit the toilet. Well, the problem is I closed one door, but there are two doors that go in my bathroom. <laughs> and I couldn't take the time for that second. Uh, then and great kitty side. I, I didn't think you were... Um, playing tiddlywinks in there. It was quite obvious what was going on. Ah, was, I was actually jerking off. Mm, that was a quick but one I, then. Well, yeah, it's a lot. I was really pent up. I have that disease that, yeah, like that guy comes all the time. I guess. And he just wants to kill himself. I don't know what disease that is. It's a disease that I saw in a movie starring, uh, I can't think of a porn Dirk Diggler? No, they're supposedly, we'll get back to the music in a second. Every night, there's, there's some weird nerve disorder, and just, they'll just have periodic big O's, mm. and it's like, just makes life very difficult for them. I could imagine. But anyway, Gygax is like having an orgasm in your geek bone. Oh. Okay. And I got so excited, I had to puke up <laughs> uh, uh, pizza I bought from Target. <laughs> like a supermodel. Yeah, that's cool. Just to, just to rehash a little bit, um, I listen to a lot of bands. Most bands that, that go in for this type of music, this geek rock, yeah. to this level, do it a bit tongue-in-cheek, even if they are serious about it. Because generally, if not, then you're straight-up metal. Nah, so we'll yeah. go the, like the next step from Gygax would actually be a band like Iron Maiden that no, I is agree. doing theatrics. Yeah. I would, as I said, if I didn't know anything about Gygax or mm -hmm. I would just think they were a metal band, like, or yeah. not even a metal, like Thin Lizzy came up, I, I saw that come up a bunch of times. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that, that makes sense. It's kind of more like classic rock, arena rock almost. Yeah, definitely arena but, rock. But like, like more metal uh, yeah. edge. And that's the thing is, it, if it was heavier, yeah. it would be metal and it's just not. And not that it's not heavy, enough. but it's not yeah. like super. So heavy. I would not consider it metal, but it's that weird era that I feel like is mostly forgotten of rock. Yeah. These days, you just do a metal album. Yeah, yeah, agreed. The uh, the cover of the album, mm -hmm. I believe, are the the band members as their D and D characters. Because if you look on the incidentally band band members, members yeah, it's, it's almost like, like cleric, cleric, blah blah. Yeah, they're like thief. I think this band. Is, if you want to get make the argument for supergroup, because there's members of Huntress, Pentagram, oh, okay. other bands in here. Uh, that's one thing I didn't look up. I was wondering who, because they were very. They seem to be very musically yeah. and instrumentally really good and tight. Yeah. So yeah, and they and that's the thing. Yeah, they're very. That would be the other thing. Bands that adhere to this gimmick generally aren't as good musicians. Yeah. As this band is, or, or competent, or they're doing something more experimental or whatever. So it opens with. Lightbender. Yeah. That's about an illusionist and has the most awesome line ever. Lou has excitement in his eyes I do. I talking was, about this band. I was so excited. And who told you to look at this band? Uh, Grey Kitty? No. Asano? No. Victor? Maybe. Did you? <laughs> yes. Jamie Z. Um, 
uh, you don't get Rob Marcy. By the way, gets the award for uh, Starcrawler. Starcrawler. Well, he told me he's like, you know, there's a new album out, and I was just like, I'm like, I guess I should. I'm gonna text Lou. He's like, I already did. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> I could not get home fast enough to buy it. But yeah, there's a new Starcrawler pre-order out. Scratch and Sniff special edition? I did not pre-order it yet because it said I couldn't find my password or email. Uh, it said I was already registered. Anyway, Gygax. Anyway, Gygax, <laughs> the longest, most rambling interview ever. Lightbringer, so here's the lyric. I am illusionist and hunter. They don't sing it that way. When there are two of me, more of you will surely suffer. Oh. So, illusionist. Yes. And his light bender, using his powers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking for an owlbear song and was sorely disappointed. I thought about that. I was going to hunt for it. Um, Hide Mine. Hide Mine was one of my favorite songs. It's about an assassin. Awesome. It might actually be about the Dark Brotherhood from Elder Scrolls. Ooh. But it's pretty cool. I like that song. It's cool. Just a cool sounding song. Mage Lost is about a fucking lich, people. How much greater can it get? A lich, they mentioned phylacteries, real deal bullshit here. Something so familiar is my favorite song. Yeah, I have that. That's list. about mimics. And Ooh. there are lines about, we were on the bed making love and the bed ate my girl. And, you know, like you know what a mimic bed. is? I do not. Mimics are magical creatures of the underdark. That they appears mimic. mundane objects. They mimic objects. Ooh, I would have never and guessed. And then, like, this microphone. And when you went to talk to it, it would attack eat you. you. Yes. Yeah. Um, very common in video games. Yeah. Gelatinous Cube. No, Gelatinous, gelatinous oh. Cube is a OC's song. Uh. The Eyes Have It. About a beholder. The, the Eye Tyrant. And uh, it ends with uh, High Fantasy, which is basically about the album cover. Now, the thing is, I'm saying like this is about a mimic. This is about beholder. This is about a lich. They are so fucking spot on with the nerd lore. Mm-hmm. It is insane. But they make it convenient enough. Like, I was reading the lyrics and I... Yeah. I hadn't... I could follow along. I'm turning it on. Okay. I'm not I'm, puking again. Lou left the seat, so I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Aww. Don't I have to hear liquid <laughs> on Did porcelain? I, I should have been like, bring in the mic, bring in the mic. <laughs> I should have. I should have um, followed you. Like, what you doing? How you feeling? <laughs> that would have thrown me off. Would have I would have shat myself. <laughs> it would have been bad. It would have been out of both ends. I have a story to tell, but I'll tell that. So, got gags, yeah. And, yeah, that's the thing. So, really good, like... Just listening to it. I had it on just listening. I wasn't like this mm-hmm. morning. And like it, it's enjoyable just as music. Well, when I first listened to it, I was like, this is really good. This is like Up Blue's Alley. I yeah. thought it was like your style of music mm-hmm. and it had like the, the D&D mm-hmm. lyrics. Like I, I wouldn't know. I don't play, but I yeah. know enough about it where I was like, I could tell this, that people know what they're talking about that have definitely played and are pretty uh, familiar album, with it. Other albums pretty much the same. That's cool. So, yeah, good for them. Good for Gygax. Yeah, I thought it was it was done really well, and it kind of has that, like, 70s arena, mm-hmm. deep purple, thin Lizzy kind of metal-esque, but not really... I thought it was good. good it shit. makes me sad that I didn't know people in a rock band as a kid. I could have been... I could have been the, the Bernie Toppin of nerd rock. <laughs> you could have been... I guess I still could. You still could. Just got to wait. Uh, V-Man has to put on some years. Yeah. He's going to be in the crowd rock, you can tell. Uh, who knows? He likes math so much. <laughs> That's true. Um, Might just be numbers. He could be binary like, code. Yeah, the computer, so he'll be the only human to survive the, the Terminator War because they dig his music. <laughs> could be, could be. Anyway. I have one last one. It's uh, an EP 
Trail of Lies Fearless. Uh, seven inch, it came out in July. Trail of Lies I have reviewed before, and they are out of Syracuse, New York. Straight edge, hardcore, metalcore, hardcore. They're off of Triple B Records, and they've had, they have, I guess they have two full lengths out. They had like a demo, and a, so anyway, I did their album War, I guess, last year. So it's only two song EP, um, one song Fearless, pretty much the, the hardcore chugga chugga, like, like that kind of vocals and strong willed. That is kind of the same way, but it has like a, a youth crew vibe going on. But one thing I really, really like about this band is this positive message. Like you would never expect what they're talking about mm -hmm. when you read the lyrics. You're like, oh, that's what they're saying. And it's really positive. It's like, do your best, crush your goals, fight the good fight. It's really like good uplifting music. And it's not done like in a like kind of dorky way or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just done really well. And I think they're kind of slowly evolving their sound to a point. Like, as I said, they're still like, bo, bo, bo. Mm -hmm. but I, I really enjoyed it. It's like kind of more complete. They're progressing a bit more sonically. And I just wanted to give them a shout out because um, I, I just I dig their message. Yeah. And I think they're a pretty good band. I listened to a um, interview with him, the lead singer. I forget his name, Justin, maybe on, um, I think a hundred words or less. Mm -hmm. And he was really, really cool guy. And, um, just, he does like a lot of, um, merchandising for them and, uh, just interesting dude mm -hmm. and upstanding dude. Their merchandise is super cool. They had like this pink sweatshirt. I'm mm -hmm. like, I fucking want that. They had like a soccer Jersey, but they don't have really come in smalls. They even made their own bags. Oh wow. Yeah. It's just, they, they're, they're smart about it. It's almost like mm -hmm. a part-time full-time thing. Like yeah. they all have their full-time jobs, but they just when they have a chance, like they don't tour constantly. They tour like mm -hmm. on the weekends when they, when they all have some time. Trail of Lies, Fearless, really, really good. Check them out. Cool. They are awesome. Mm -hmm. And as I said, I saw them play at a hardcore fest for like maybe four or five songs. Yeah. It was I, good stuff. I did not listen. I chose to listen to the War Toys again. Actually. It wouldn't, it's not, it wouldn't be your, mm -hmm. your sound, but yeah. if I would have put lyrics in front of you, what I like, Oh, this, mm -hmm. I did not expect those lyrics mm -hmm. to be there, but, um, yeah, it's, I, I really uh, enjoy it. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and that, that is our music review. Yes, and oh, a few other things. Um, Ty Seagal did release an album, I think, yesterday. Maybe it was today. Haven't listened to it yet. I'm sure it's great. Uh, Julie Shapiro, I meant to review, along with Orville Peck. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I can't do two slow albums. Yeah. That one, I really do like it. I still might review it. It's basically an album she wrote in the aftermath of her life disintegrating. Hmm. Of course, Starcrawler we mentioned. There's this band Gel out of, um, they're out of Philly or New Jersey, like somewhere mm -hmm. right around here. A uh, female fronted uh, like punk band, and they have, I think they have like a six song EP come out. It's pretty yeah. good. Manic and Pussy has something new out, which we both listened to, but yeah, just we haven't reviewed it. I don't know if mm -hmm. I will. It's different. Yeah, it's... I like um, Romantic probably the best out of everything, mm -hmm. but. I was expecting more romantic and didn't get that, but I'm yeah. not saying it was bad. It was just I listened to it once and it, so much other shit kind of piled up. Yeah, the same thing. Um, I like it. I mean, it's no piss drinker. <laughs> I think it's off Gypsy Pervert. Yeah. Although Romantic is probably their best album. Yeah. Mets came out with a new album, but it's not mm -hmm. so much new. It's more like B-sides, mm -hmm. um, stuff that was on comps yeah. and everything like that. Oh, and the OCs. They have an album coming out at some point in your future. They've released two songs, one of them being 20 Minutes. I keep checking for a, a vinyl pre-order almost on a daily basis. You know, seeing if I have anything new on my band camp yeah. that I didn't. And that brings us to one of the most exciting, non-exciting soap operas uh, this year in the world of indie rock. Cool. 
What is it the about? The Slater Kinney Saga. Cool. Last time on the podcast, I mentioned that I was uh, not speaking to St. Vincent. Yes. Um, you guys talking yet? Or? We are talking, yes. Okay. Up front, I've um, the album that there was the singles for um, the Center Won't Hold, which is the next Slater Slater ah, Slater Kitty Slater Kitty album have grown on me. Slater Kitty, this would Slater be okay. Kitty. <laughs> okay. That would be awesome. That would be the awesome. Carrie video. Meowstein. It was just cow. Yeah, little cats. <laughs> Kittens. It have to be. How about you had that idea and you sold to it, but then you got the oldest, ugliest cats ever. Like someone's like fleas, or like someone was just like an eye. Like, anyway. So as I was editing the podcast, this little news story broke. Okay. And it broke to the point where I was actually going to, I thought about re-editing and adding a edit because it was breaking news. Okay. And I'm actually have my phone out to get some. To get visual. some. Visual. Hey, baby, do you like a guy who vomits when he eats pizza? Nope. No. <laughs> Let's hear these intriguing so, words. I think this was like mid-July. A letter to the fans. After intense deliberation and with heavy sadness, I have decided to leave Slater Kinney. Who is this? This is Janet Weiss, the drummer. Okay. Which not Susan Sarandon. Yeah, <laughs> the band is this. Uh, cherry pie don't smell so nice. <laughs> the band is heading in a new direction, and it is time for me to move on. I will never forget the heights we reached on the magnificent times Corin, Carrie, and I have shared. We are a force of nature. To the dearest SK fans, you're the raddest fans in the universe. And I love you. Experiencing the music together. It's been an honor of a lifetime. And so on and so forth. And it's signed the drummer, Janet. Mm-hmm. Then Slater Kinney basically was like, we're sad my Janet's decision to leave. And they say she's really good. Um, they mention in the first paragraph, drummer was, of course, of so many albums, including The Center Won't Hold. It's going to be kind of important coming up. Then they thank her and wish her the best of luck. And then the finals. We also are excited for everyone to hear the record and to see you on the road this fall and beyond. So... At that point, like I said, there's probably two singles out. Mm-hmm. They were getting a lot of fan backlash. Like I said, I wasn't. I did. I straight up did not like it when I heard it. I I have grown on those songs. I've only heard those two songs, but right. I'll give you my. You need the center and a hold. I heard that. So that's song. actually the newer single. Well, there's and actually I heard a fourth that hurry single. Up, so hurry on home. Yes, is the one which you make fun of Carrie singing. <laughs> I can't do it on you. I can't. Yeah, like like <laughs> someone's like like hitting her <laughs> the back and making the words That was wild flag. So one of my it's it's every time she sings. So one of my favorite things in the world is to read comments below stories. The narrative starts to form that you see this album is shit. Janet doesn't want to do the album. And did you see how bored she was on oh Jimmy God. Fallon? Oh my God, she's the heart and soul of the album. She's one of the best drummers ever. And then someone's like, she's an adequate drummer. She's an <laughs> East End a good drummer. And then you get the hot take queens who are like, Slater, who? But mainly, the, the, the initial narrative was, this album is horrific. And Janet is fleeing because of this album. Now, I did not think that. I do not think that. Is the whole album out? No, it's coming out okay. in a couple weeks. It'll be on the next podcast, cool. um, probably. Well, I enjoyed the song singles well, I heard. I'm not a big Slater Kinney uh-huh. fan. I don't dislike them. I just uh-huh. I, I like Wild Flag. I don't. I haven't listened enough right. Slater Kinney to mm-hmm. dislike or like like them. I just they right. just weren't on my radar. But I really like the two songs. All right, so we're not even close to done yet with this story. And again, that's the thing. So hot take queens. 
uh, this, that, the narrative, the false narrative that this album is horrific. And I'm, I'm sure, like, Slater Kinney has some concern that this is going to be, uh, not, not in a contest anyway, a challenging album for their core audience, which is, expects, like, this guitar-driven rock. Yes. And this is not. A lot of St. Vincent ruined the band, blah, 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 blah. A couple weeks later. They interview Carrie for some article, and she gives a very real response. Okay. And then you tell me how you feel about this response afterwards. What am I supposed to say? She left. We asked her to stay. We tried. It's hard and sad. Most people would ask me, hey, are you okay? That's the human response. She left us with a job to do. We also expected and wanted her to be part of. Playing on this record is amazing, and she's raved about this album to us and to Annie. We have to keep looking at the future. Things change even when those changes are hard and unexpected. Four amazing women worked on this record and you're going to honor their work. So what's up? The usual. Women picking up pieces when someone quits because we have to and want to. We're going to keep going because we believe in ourselves and it's a privilege to get a picture. And all artistic entities have many chapters, if they're lucky. Either the musical resonate or the I'm, it almost sounds like she's sick of answering the same question, but it's kind of a a little bit of a negative undertone. Yeah, with and it. I'll say in the context of the moment, it it probably did not help the anti Janet people. Yeah, argument because it really, like my first was like, wow, what does she seem kind of like bitchy and blah blah blah. Um, I think she's probably just sick of answering the same questions. And I mean, they're like, why don't part. you sound the same? That's well, probably what it is. But I think more about why did I think the it was like. Well, how do you feel about Janet leaving the band? I'm sure, sure she's not happy. They do all these... Well, that's the thing is, but that's... I like it because it's a real response. Yeah. More speculation in the comments. You see this, that, blah, blah, blah. They use this photo shoot for this article. You can tell them the look in her eye that she's not into it. You mean Yoko Ono breaking up the band? Blah, 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 blah. They uh, released the Center Won't Hold, which is... This insane single that I said sounds like a very esoteric garbage B-side. That's the one. Yeah, you yeah. It has some really dank, insane technical. Drumming. I really think it's cool. I could. That's um, the one where I'm like, I could tell St. Vincent was yeah. the producer. And then people are like, you think they put that out to show that the guitar strong or the the drumming strong? She looks so bored. <sighs> you can tell Carrie's getting all the parts. And then since then, the narrative has sort of they sort of been pushing more and more this idea that, well, you know, Janet kind of fucked us over because. We have to. We're touring this album. They've been very in subsequent interviews, very explicit about. Well, Janet was the one who suggested Saint Vincent was very excited to work with Saint Vincent, and it's sort of this weird PR thing. But it seems like every every interview is getting just closer and closer to just throwing. It just Janet seems like they're just afraid what their fan base is going to say. Like they're too afraid. Like just put it out there, and who cares if they don't like it? They don't like it. It's an album. See, I don't think that that's it. I think that they're getting. It goes back to their drummer left. Now, the other thing is the sort of wiggle that, you know, maybe doesn't make Janet look as the right, the best light is um, Janet is now touring, like, with Quasi. Mm. So after, like, bailing on the Slater Kinney tour, she's like, oh, I got I'm, I'm, I'm going to tour with my other band. Yeah, maybe she just but, doesn't want to do it anymore. And that's what I think it is. She doesn't want to do it. She's maybe like, whatever. She, and maybe she's like... Too much hey, bullshit. Too many personalities. Maybe she's be. just like, I'm out. I don't she, know. She so I said, I, I, am, I am just a watcher. Yeah. I'm a stranger a in a strange in, land. Uh, when it comes to Slater yeah. Kinney, I don't... It's not... Like a Flight of Icarus? Yes. But it's interesting. It's interesting. It's that. So it's going to be a very different album. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it next time. 
people, I mean, I guess the other, th- other thing to point out is people have pointed out that the album, two albums ago that made them go on hiatus, The Woods, yes, was is considered by a lot to be very different than their other albums. It's actually one of my favorite albums of all time. Cool. So they're saying you can just put something different and it doesn't mean it's... Yeah. Which I think there's a bit of a false equivalency there because this is almost genre different, but... Yeah. Anyway, so it's a weird... That's what happened. When you totally kind of just... It, it, to me, it, they totally change their sound. Yeah. And that will either... that People are either going to jump on and most people are going to jump off, especially an older band. The yeah. only And what makes me think of this is the band Ceremony because they have a new album mm-hmm. coming out and that's more their new wave-ish where if you were to play this new song to like mm-hmm. someone 10 years ago or someone that's never listened to Ceremony into like a, of their maybe their first two albums, they'd be like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. So totally different. Now, now also to mitigate, I guess... But uh, yes, yeah, damage has a new control album. or whoever I don't know. Um, they have announced like they're basically talking about tour, so they're they're going on tour. I'm going, yeah, in Philly, and they're like they're going to add a lot of songs into their set list that they haven't played in a long time. So that'll be interesting. I'm hoping to hear Milkshake and Honey. Cool. And yeah. Angel Olsen has a new album. Yeah, out. AO. Yeah, I haven't listened to the single yet or pre-ordered it. I probably will tonight. I pre-ordered it already. I haven't listened to the new uh, single. We talked about Chelsea Wolf mm-hmm. uh, off of their heads has something yeah. new coming out in a couple weeks. There's a lot of a lot of a stuff lot of people. Come. There's other stuff I'm sh- sure we forgot within this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of albums came out. We had a lot of shit we had to deal with. So yeah, baby mama drama. Hey. Except for the baby mama part. Stuff. Also, well, if one thing I kind of wanted to talk about, but isn't music, but I talked about in prior podcasts. I did that Spartan run. Yes, how did that run? I go? did my first Spartan Super. Which was in Palmerton, which is Blue Mountain, yeah, in Pennsylvania. Spartan Supers are usually uh, f- seven to nine miles, usually around eight miles, mm-hmm. um, on which ours was like eight point something. Um, took uh, me and Mark four hours and forty minutes, mm-hmm. uh, which is a long time. Mm-hmm. But it kind of flew by, oddly enough, other than the last hour. I was mm-hmm. kind of like, let's get this shit done. But you were straight going up mountainsides, like yeah. holding onto a rope. I did a lot better than I expected. It wasn't as um, uh, officiated. If you skipped an, uh, uh, a obstacle, there's 30-some-plus obstacles. No one was going to be like, 30 mm-hmm. burpees. I watched a lot of people just walk on through. Is that what happens? You do 30 burpees? You're supposed to. If you skip an obstacle, you're supposed to try no matter what. Uh-huh. If you fail it, you're supposed to do 30 burpees. I failed a lot. Mm-hmm. I would, I did not do the full 30 burpees. So I'm like, this is, yeah. I want to get out of here within six hours. Yeah. But I would do 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. And there was one obstacle I just absolutely did not try. And But I did the burpees yeah. for it. But there's people that just walked right on. Like no one, like there's people, you have the spear throw and you only have one shot. And I watched yeah. people do it three fucking times. Taking up time. Like I had to wait in line. Just go fucking mm-hmm. do the burpees. It, 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 like it's good for someone that... Once you just get it done and you're running your own, like you're truly running your own race, like mm-hmm. you only you are going to know if you did it correctly or if you did the penalties or whatever. But at the same time, it like seeing people saying like, oh, I did this super, like mm-hmm. did you or did you do this? So it was very humbling. It kicked mm-hmm. my ass. I did some, I did awesome on carries. I had to carry uh, a 40 pound sandbag up and down mm-hmm. and I kicked ass on that. But it, I just wanted to say I was training for that. I think the yeah. last episode and. I did pretty well. I got um, out of my age group, like out of 230 some women, I got like 67 oh, nice. or something. So yeah. for, for taking four hours plus, <laughs> it was yeah. not too bad. So I just want to say that because I was actually quite proud of my attempt. And so. you were worried before. I, mean, yeah. I was. And um, now I'm actually kind of, I'm doing the ballpark one, but they, 
Citizens Bank Park, but they're not sprints anymore. They're just called stadiums. So uh -huh. if I was going to do a sprint, I have to go somewhere else. Kind of uh -huh. interesting. Uh -huh. So that's how they make more money. But yeah, I just mm -hmm. wanted to mention that because yeah. I was talking about that last time. Mm. Yep. yep. Stuff and things. Spartan. Yep, Spartan. Aru, Aru. <laughs> Aru, Aru. You would, um, I, I, if you were ever interested in that type of stuff, I would yeah. say do the stadium one. It's just kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I know did. you love climbing up cargo rope. Cargo I do. Nets. I am doing burpees. I just did one in the bathroom. <laughs> hey, you did, a, you did about 30 burpees. I, there. I went on the, uh, this is a true story. So I did um, skip back loop today. Oh, cool. Don't ask me how to find it. I found it by accident. Um, it's pretty cool. Huh. I was going Is it on the Perk Human? It's Evansburg, I think. Oh, it's okay. Weird. So anyway. I had friends that were running that. Yeah, it's pretty today. cool. Yeah. If you saw like a bunch of like... Um, I'm like grabbing by my boobs. I'm talking about uh, Ultimate Direction, a uh, water reservoir packs and stuff. Yeah, no, I just saw any people that. like that. Um, so as I was hiking through the woods, hydration packs, sorry. I know Camelback packs. Yeah. Okay. As I was hiking, a toad leapt out. Oh my god! Oh, I, I did. I screamed like this. Ah! Whoa! <laughs> and um, did you puke? I scared someone's dog. So I'm in the woods. Was it leashed? Yeah, they uh -huh. were in the river below. Oh. <laughs> but it was bad. I was pretty, yeah, that's the other thing. I was pretty far away, and I legitimately screamed when this toad attacked me. It attacked me. It was uh, decharged. Cool. I did do aquarium this week, too. Yeah? I did the Atlantic City Aquarium mm -hmm. uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Pretty small. Are there just cigarette butts floating in the uh, octopus tank? It, it was very small 20 minutes ago through, but they had some cool stuff. They had a bunch of eels. Ah. Um, I don't know if you saw my pictures on Instagram, but I, I had like a moray eel, and then they had like a, they had two different eels. Mm -hmm. um, they had piranha, a bunch of oh. turtles, some sharks. You could actually touch sh baby oh. sharks and stuff. It was pretty cool. Victor liked it. Yeah. My parents kind of complained. They're like, "This is hardly anything." I was like, "Well, what do you want?" Yeah, it was mm -hmm. it was my level. I don't need to be somewhere for an hour looking at yeah. shit. But um, yeah, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. AC Aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Bye. <laughs> You know what else is interesting? What? Uh, ending this podcast. We're getting yes. pretty close. Um, it, was an, it was so much in this podcast. We're going to talk about Across the Universe next time. Talk about some movies. I know Lou saw yeah, we'll uh, Once Upon a Time in Once Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I want to check that out. And uh, we'll try to get one out in a couple weeks. So. And a uh, topic at some point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're definitely going to. So this is, I believe, 64. Mm-hmm. There's a podcast coming up, a number of podcasts we will definitely do a topic. I'll say we'll do it right before 70. Yeah. Or 64, we'll be doing it before podcast 70. <laughs> Are you... Yeah. 69! There you go. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, But we might have bum, something. Bum, we'll try bum, to get bum. some stuff in there. All right, folks. TrashSouthStreet.com, Facebook. Yep. Apple, you know where to find us. Musics. Yeah, send us music. And send else. us a, a review on... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, iTunes. Whatever it's called now. Yeah. Apple Music. <laughs> do they even have it anymore? It's Apple Music. Yeah, they oh, do. Wow. Didn't actually change anything. Cool. All right, everyone. Bye. Later.